This episode of the Local Dirt Podcast is brought to you by Autogamy Speedway in Seymour, Wisconsin. Autogamy Speedway is presented by Clink Equipment and Elite Coatings Incorporated, racing Friday nights with a 6.30 p.m. start time. Come see the cars and stars of the IMCA Modifieds, IMCA Stock Cars, IMCA Sport Mods, IMCA Sport Compacts, and the Unified Dirt Street Stocks for some of the best short track racing in Wisconsin. For additional information on the schedule, point standings, and more, you can follow them on Facebook, My Race Pass, Twitter, Snapchat, and Instagram at Outagami Speedway. Today we are joined by the driver of the 29P IMCA Modified, Chris Pigeon. How's it going, Chris? Good, how are you doing, man? How did you get started in racing? Uh... I've always been involved in building cars and stuff like that, and back in early 90s and stuff, my dad drag race, so we grew, I grew up down at Kakana drag racing and doing all that stuff, and then um, I'm friends with uh, my buddy Ben, he actually took me to my first dirt race probably, probably like 17, 18 years old, but the first time I actually went to like Oshkosh, okay. and a couple guys from school actually ran mods and stuff, or started running modifieds from asphalt stuff, and then we go help them, and that's how that all got started. And so, you know, from like 18, 19 on, it was pretty much Friday nights at Oshkosh and Saturday nights at Shawano. Miss being at Oshkosh, that track was pretty cool. Yeah, that was fun. That's that's that, that one was kind of hard to hit when that one when that one closed. How did your twenty twenty one season go? Uh, had some ups and downs. It was a good season overall. Like I was happy with it. I mean. We found some speed for there for a while, and then some things actually this winter we found a lot of stuff that was tweaked, like with chassis wise, that explained why the car was kind of inconsistent from night to night. But you know, it was fun. We had some fun. I got my first heat race win, which was fun, and then uh, we did we ran halfway decent up at Sturgeon Bay, so it was it was a good all year. I'm I'm happy with how the year went. You had to win a heat race on the night that I wasn't announcing it out of gamey, so thanks, buddy. Well, yeah, that's, that's <laughs> what it is. I just figured Joe, Joe Orsini, when he, every time he announces there, I usually run good, so I figured he's got to do that next year. Well, if you need another good night, let me know. <laughs> I'll, I'll take one off and give Joe a call for you. Right. How did you pick your number? Honestly, when, it, when I, I bought a sport mod, well, this was years ago, I had a sport mod for a while, and um, when everybody raced, nobody really had 29. So that's the only reason I picked it, because I'm like, well, who did, what, what's the least least used number out there? And that was, at the time, that was that was the least used number. Yeah, that's not easy to do these days. Everyone's got numbers or triple numbers or this or that. So it's definitely not not a super popular in that aspect. So it, it's always good to be a little different. <laughs> you mentioned uh, sport mod that you raced. What what divisions have you raced? Uh, just the sport mod, and then I decided it'd be a terrible idea to buy a modified. And talk about that car. Um, what is it? Where did it come uh, from? That's actually well, it's kind of it's it's hundred on Wisconsin. It's a thirteen Madman, and uh, I think uh, Eric Mollick was the original owner of it. Then Luke Lemons bought it, and then I got it from him. And now it's kind of a hybrid of my own chassis and Madman. We did some updates on the winter and put a new back half on it and fix a lot of things that were wrong with it so just from wear and tear over now maybe um some of our fans out there maybe not under 
maybe not understood what a back half is. Can you can you go into a little bit more detail on what that? I don't want to get any more any trade secrets from here or anything. But <laughs> I don't know how many trade secrets there are, but uh, pretty much uh, anything from where you see the driver's sit to the back of the car, we cut off and put a rebuilt the whole thing. So all the rear suspension mounts and how the it's an underslung chassis now, so there's bars that go underneath the axle as opposed to having everything go over top the axle to try and make the chassis more rigid. So you can use the spring as a spring instead of the chassis flexing as a spring. So that was the idea behind that underslung design was just make it stronger basically in yeah. the suspension aspect of it? Yeah, that's what, that's what we're going for. I mean, honestly, everybody copies everybody for the most part these days with chassis design. So you just look at what's out there. I mean, most of the fast chassis right now are underslung, so. I kind of looked around and kind of came up with a design I thought that would work and we'll see how fast she is. So you fab that well, did it, did it all yourself? Yep, yep, cut everything, fabbed it. That's pretty cool. It. You don't see that much uh, in the modified modified ranks anymore, guys cutting and grinding and build, building a lot of their own stuff anymore. You don't see that in a lot of divisions <laughs> either. I mean, that's... Very true. That's it, sad to see, but it's very true. Yeah. Did you have a favorite driver growing up? Yeah, I mean, you know, when I started getting into the, watching the mods and stuff like that, you know, I mean, we always were, or I was like watching lacrosse and Mullen and all them guys run. I mean, that's that's who was always winning back in, you know, the early, mid-2000s. and Still winning today. Yeah, oh yeah, those guys are still still fast every night of the week, so. Uh, in the modifieds or any other class, IMCA, USRA, USMTS, <clears throat> off the top of your head, if you could change one rule, what would it be? Oh, that's a tough one. I guess, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably limit tires. That'd, that'd be my, my thing. I mean, I know the asphalt guys do it, and I know it sucks, but when you watch guys put new tires on every night, that just it just kills. And for what everybody says, you don't need new tires, you do. I mean, there it's it's three-tenths for that first eight laps, and that's enough to get you out front. So Yeah, with, with everything going on in this day and age with tire shortages and tire tires going up um imca last year let the imca car start grooving tires yep. um that's a whole whole nother time deal stuck into this racing yeah i mean I, it's I, I i'm okay with it because i mean you gotta if you can get more life out of the tire and you just gotta put more work into it i guess you know if you don't have the money to keep buying new tires and i mean you just gotta put some sweat equity into it and get her done you know i just you gotta do. You gotta do what you gotta do if you want to go race. I mean, it's getting to the point. Like you can watch, seen World Outlaws put a tire limit on their stuff now. You gotta run the same. I think it's for. I think all night you gotta run or like the uh, heat and the feature. You gotta run the same tires or stuff like that or something. But it's. I mean, if them guys are cracking down, then you know it's getting bad. Well, maybe when we get done with this podcast, uh, we, you can show me a few tire techs for improvement, uh, so I'm not behind <laughs> the eight ball there. <laughs> Uh, what do you like to do for fun, or what hobbies do you have? Well, this is pretty much it. This is it? Work, yeah. Working in the shop on the race car? Yeah, just yeah, working. I like I like fabbing and doing all that stuff. I mean, but the uh, only other hobby I have is, I think in the next year or so, we're gonna get, I'm going to get my pilot's license. So Holy cow. That's, You're really going fast then. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. I like I like aviation, so that's that's fun. So Yeah, you like to go to the FFA? Do... Yep, yep, we do all that every year, and... Go to their adventure and all that stuff, and it's 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 a neat hobby, I think. So, 
you gotta do something away from the race car. It'll make you crazy otherwise. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Um, do you have a favorite driver you like to race against and why? You don't have to give an answer for this one. You can say no too, but... Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a favorite, but you know, you've run against guys like Gretz and Kudik and, you know, Matthias and that. You know you can run door-to-door with them guys and they're not gonna get into you. So it's, it's fun racing with them guys. I mean, they're, they're some of the cleanest, nice, and they're, they're super helpful, too, outside of the racetrack, so it's, it's always fun racing with nice guys like that. Any class that you would like to try? Ah, I'd like to get in a stock car. I think that'd be fun. Like, honestly, when I bought the mod, the only difference between, the only reason I bought the mod is because I was going to buy either a mod or a stock car, and I just didn't really, didn't want to hang the body on a stock car. <laughs> <laughs> so that's really the only reason I ended up with a modified. Um... Who, did you put the body on this car or did someone else? No, that's, uh, I got uh, Jeff Flies, Pepe, he put that on there again. He always does pretty good work, so it turned out pretty nice this year. Uh, what plans do you have for the upcoming season? Oh, I don't know. I think everybody's just kind of up in the air right now. I know we're going to run, for sure we'll run the three nights at Sturgeon Bay. I like going up there. It's just a, it's a very good atmosphere to go racing, and so it's a fun track. I, I think it's fun. And then, um... We'll do that, and we'll hit as many weekly races as we can afford, and go from there. I know we want to. We'll probably run Beaver Dam once or twice, because I know they got that. Uh, we'll probably hit the one night of that special, and we'll come back for Luxembourg for the specials. But um, yeah, I mean, we'll just try. I mean, we I think we had forty three nights of racing last year. Holy cow! So we'll try. I don't think I don't think it'll be forty three, <laughs> but it'll probably be in the thirties somewhere. I mean, we'll try and we'll run as much as we can and support as many tracks as we can this year. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, you mentioned like running at the hill. I got my career started there. That's a unique track. Um, is there any insight you can give onto like what the, like if you run there versus running at at 141 versus running at the hill, like is the, are you on and off the gas differently? How, how does that kind of compare? Yeah, yeah, the hill is definitely out on its own and left field there for how you drive wise. I mean, you're never out of the gas. I mean, you know that you're, running around that track you're never turning or you never stop turning you're always you know half third throttle and just keep her to the boards otherwise and it's always usually coming out of like two they got that uh they got that billboard right in the middle i think it's out gamey actually he's got that billboard right in the middle of the back stretch usually you just aim for that and then just start turning back again yeah we hope i hope the mod car count can continue to grow there it's great to have the open wheel cars and you know, I can speak on behalf of PKS3. We appreciate all the mod guys that show up, support the show. Um, and it was always a mainstay there, and they kind of went away. But making a slow comeback, it's really good to see. Yeah. No, I mean, the track the track was probably the best track, like, for track prep-wise, last year out of all the tracks we raced at. It was always, there was always bite, and it was always super consistent. Like, you knew what you were going to get every week. Like, it was just... They, they did whoever I forget of guys Brandon, Brandon Peterson yeah that's a, he does a great job with track prep up there and it's it's a it's a good facility and all the guys that run it are super great so agreed and uh, uh Brandon Peterson former IMCA hobby stock champion you know when you have a racer prepping the former racer yep. prepping the track that definitely helps so you mentioned uh going down to Beaver Dam uh last year was that the first time you ever raced down there yeah that was that was the first time we ran down there and it was just uh Everybody was off, I think it was Boone or whatever. I think that was Boone weekend, everybody was off. So, and they were running, or everybody around here was off. So they were running, so we packed her up and went down there. And it was, it was different. It was fun. 
it was a fun little track. I mean, it was that was that was the tackiest track I've ever been on. <laughs> I mean, that was just that little crate was all it could do to go around that track. Yeah, that's a handful there. That banking really, you can drive that thing in the corner, huh? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you can just you you can just wail it in there and just and she'll stick. And you don't think it's gonna stick, but it'll stick. Is there um, anyone you'd like to thank that helps you out with the twenty nine P machine? Well, obviously my wife Christy. She uh, she puts up with me and you know coming out here almost every night working on the car and doing all this stuff. She never complains, and she's usually the one egging me on to get it on the trailer and get to the track. There's there's always nights, you know, because there's nights where you don't want to do it, and somehow we still always end up at the track. <laughs> That's true, and um, how I got to know Chris, we just happened to have pit stalls next to each other at the Berg and started talking, and then you get to know somebody, and it's it's interesting to people you meet uh, in the racing world. Yeah, I mean, I, I only got back into it, you know, 2020 was our first year back in the mod, back in racing and stuff, and I'd say probably, you know, 90% of the time I'm hanging out with other people now, it's everybody I met at the track <laughs> something and it's it's great your wife uh, supports you um I don't think there's a night of racing I've seen where she's not there helping you out so it's it's really cool to be able to do it together yeah it's fun yeah I think the only the only she was only out there uh two or three times and those are only practices she missed otherwise every race she's always out there cheering us on we're gonna move on to our top 10 list now there's no right or wrong answer here um you just one or the other, just the first whatever you feel comes out. We'll start with number 10, mods or stock cars? <laughs> uh, mods, obviously. Okay. Number nine, I don't know why that one made me laugh quite a bit. <laughs> number nine, dry slick or tacky? Uh, dry slick. Number eight, racing fuel or E85? Uh, gas, E85 is too hard on things. Number seven, low groove or high side? I'm really way too impatient, so high side. Number six, crate or open? Crate, because I'm poor. <laughs> Number five, third mile or half mile? Third. Number four, steak sandwich or nacho supreme? Ooh, nachos. Number three, catwalk or bleachers? Catwalk. Number two, Rod Snellenberger or Benji Lacrosse? Snellenberger. Number one, open trailer or enclosed? I love open trailers, but I will get an enclosed just because I want to do some traveling, but there's nothing better than driving down the road and seeing cars. I mean, that's how, that's how everybody sees them. I mean, you get excited when you start seeing the race cars going down the road and little kids see them and start asking questions and that's how you get them involved. A absolutely. Um, my payment for going, my grandparents taking me to the races was to mow the lawn. Now I lived on Highway 54 just out of Algoma. So when everyone on Fridays would be heading to the racetrack, that's when I cut the lawn with the rider so I could see all the cars go by. And I remember, you know, the open trailer days. So if you see the 29P rolling down, he's open trailer mafia right now, right now. Yeah. But I get, I get the appeal of an enclosed. It makes things a lot simpler. Yeah, I mean like, you know, if I was just gonna stick around here, do weekly stuff, open trailers more than what, you, what you'd ever need. I just I want to go down to Marshalltown and there's a couple races in Minnesota I want to hit and I just <clears throat> I've heard too many people getting their stuff nicked with uh open trailers and so I just that and you go that far if it, you got bad weather you want some place to get out of the rain I mean around here I know enough people where I can go stand in their trailer if I want to <laughs> final question in racing or life what are you most proud of oh 
That's a hard one. Um, I stole that from Dave Despain. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm pretty proud of just what we get out on the track every week because for the most part, it's just me. Like, my wife's there moral sport, and she does what she can, but usually I'm my own pit crew. I mean, you get people out of the track to help you, but usually it's just just me. Absolutely. There's definitely something to that hard work, keeping your nose to the grindstone and wrenching on your own ride to make it fast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't. I can't outspend anybody, so I just got to outwork them. Awesome. Chris, okay. thanks for being on the show. Yeah, Appreciate thanks it. thanks for having me. Thanks to everyone at Eastern Wisconsin Stock Car Racing Association and OutagamiSpeedway.com for supporting the podcast. Head to our Facebook page and give us a like by either searching at Wisco Dirt or Local Dirt Podcast. You can find us on all the podcast platforms, including Apple, Spotify, Google Play, and much more. Thanks for joining us and listening. Take care, everyone.